want me in the intro? I'm chewing. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, let me see. All right. And you're okay with the... Oh, look. And the show! I have a sweater on. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Um. Good morning. And welcome to Moms Unpacking Autism. I'm Stacy, and this is my partner, Anne. Uh, we're two moms with all the baggage that comes from raising kids on the spectrum. ASD kids, uh, kids that aren't labeled. Uh, we both have kids that have been mislabeled. We both reject labels. Uh, and what we're trying to do each week is to unpack an issue that's related to our journey with uh, autism and, and all of its glory. Um, I was telling our... Uh, or whatever followers uh, that I was going to give a word of encouragement at the beginning of every video, so so they could have a, a sound of our voice to remind them it's all going to be okay. Um, so, what, what words of encouragement do you have this morning for people fighting the good fight? Oh man, okay. one morning to ask me that one. Um, <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking, the dog is barking, my knee is hurting, do I have Lyme disease? Okay, words of encouragement. Um, yes. Yes, it, it does get better. Um, and not better in the way that you want it to be better, so that's not encouraging, but better <laughs> in the way that it's better than you think it's going to get. That there, there are always new surprises where all of a sudden yes. they conquer their goal Right. And right, or some right. little thing and you go, oh, wow. You know, or, or the yeah. light bulb goes on for something yeah. you've been working on for years. And all of a sudden the light bulb goes on and you go, oh, they got it. You know, yeah, yeah. that completely. happens. Yes, completely. I, yeah. uh, I also, you know, I was thinking today that sometimes change happens with our kids without, well, not sometimes, a lot of times without a single bit of work from us. Like it's not all up to you to change the face of humanity. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, <laughs> like sometimes things just happen. Yeah. I wish they just happened a lot more, but um, yeah. but, but but really, and and um and there are really good people out there that want to help you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On yeah. on your on your well, gotta hate the word journey, but it works. You know, it's where it's the truth. It's the truth. Yeah, it really um, is the truth. So yeah. I, I, I know we have, we both have friends and, and have had experiences where people are dealing with very, very difficult issues. Mm. Uh, you know, we've got kids that have uh, suicidal tendencies. Yeah. Um, we both know kids who, you know, have yeah. killed themselves. Yeah. Um, uh, drug addiction, um, running away yeah. from home, um, issues with, you know, just the gross day-to-day -day stuff of, of kidness where, you know, they, they decide they're going to spread fecal matter all over the house. Um, you know, maybe we have that experience in a way that, that uh, is more intense or more, more frequent than neurotypical kids. But when I uh, was thinking about this week's episode and and how we make difficult decisions, I wasn't really thinking about the most difficult decisions. Mm -hmm. But I but I do think, like, you know, do you pursue 
your 22 year old down the street if they leave in anger. Mm -hmm. That's a difficult decision right. um, that is influenced by, by autism. But, but I put together my thoughts about difficult decision making based on something a, a, a lot more innocuous and, and kind of normal, but uh, like a, a normal crisis level at our house, not a, you know, code red, call in all the troops. Um, but um, so I was going to, so, so what Ann and I talked about was, was, was how we were going to make um, an, an effort to look at how, how helpful look at how to make difficult decisions. And she and I go about this, I think, a little differently. Um, but I'm just going to, to walk us through, and it might take more than one episode, how, how you can get at some of the things that are a little bit trickier in, mm. in your life. So the one I was going to take, for example, was um, getting, uh, he's going to be 22 next week, so or this week. So I have to call him 22. <laughs> Uh, so, how do we get 22 on the bus? Mm, mm -hmm. And and on the surface, that looks like something pretty straightforward, right? Right. You have a bus, you have a kid, you just tell the kid get on the bus. Right. Um, and 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 just you know, if you have a one of these scenarios too, please please just jump in. But I was I was just thinking about this one in particular. So we didn't put uh, 22 on the bus for about eight months, okay. almost a year, mm -hmm. while he had his um, permit. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that it's actually a very difficult decision for us mm. that we both avoided and we both didn't talk about. And, and so kind of the first thing I wanted to talk about this morning was how fear plays into your decisions. That's interesting. Because I think there's almost always a component of fear yeah. in, in a difficult decision. Yeah, it's true. Right? Yeah. So so can you think of anything that, that um, you, you've had to figure out with yours that just sparks fear? Um, you know, there's a lot of things. First of all was driving. That sparked a lot of fear. You know, what if she gets in an accident? What if she dies? What if the car breaks down? What if some creep finds her when she's getting into a car? Um, and it felt easier if I could just leave her home without a car. You know, really. Right, um, right. You know, and a lot of times she says things like, I want to go to the movies, but I don't have any friends to go to the movies with, so I'm just going to go alone. And that incites deep fear in me because I say, no, you can't just go to the movies alone. You're a young woman sitting in a theater alone, leaving the theater alone at night. Those things, those things cause great fear in me. That would be neurotypical or, but because she is on the spectrum and she's challenged with having friends, she either does those things alone does them with us or doesn't do them at all. And when she doesn't do them at all, that causes frustration and depression and, and then God forbid suicidal tendencies. And you know, it, it, it goes downhill. So sometimes I think my fear is something that limits her from her life and her quality of life because I don't want her to put herself in danger. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's okay. That's very interesting. I'm gonna write that down. Um, so, so when you've got, 
No, no, it is. It really is. Okay, because because what I hear is um is fear of harm. Yes. Um, yes. Do you think any of the fear, uh, does it bring up for you any wish that she had friends? All the time. And, and you know, even if I take this out further, uh, she wants to go away to college again. Try that again. And we've talked oh, about different opportunities. Oh, oh, God. You know, after the autism shutdown. But, you know, yeah. we talk about different opportunities. And one of the places she would love to go would be to go to um, Leslie in Cambridge. So then my fear is, oh, my goodness, she'd be living in this city. Could she navigate, you know, the the roads? Could she navigate if she doesn't have any friends and it's dark already at 430 at night? And then how does she get out and go to her evening classes? And, you know, I mean, all those things, rape and, you know, and 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 murder. And mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then I'm 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 here going. You can't study to be what you want in your life because I'm afraid of rape and murder because right. you don't have any friends to be in a right. group with. You'd just be this sitting vulnerable duck in the city. So, mm -hmm. you know, and then, yeah, do I wish there were friends? Absolutely. I, I live in fear that they'll never be friends and that, you know, the, the conversations of what's the point of living because I don't have any friends will increase until my daughter's not living anymore. I, I worry about those things. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, um, I, well, but what I thought was, um, interesting about the great bus decision, that's what I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it the great bus decision, um, <clears throat> was I, you know, of course I'm afraid that he won't be independent. Okay. I'm afraid that he will be um, made a victim. Yep, yep. Um, the people on our bus system are the people who have absolutely no other alternatives. Right. There's nobody on our bus system that's like, as I globalize it, um, there's there appear to be nobody on our bus system <laughs> that uses it unless it's last ditch. Okay. So if you have a friend with mm -hmm. a car and you're vaguely a social, normal human being, right. well, then you have right. a friend that helps you get there. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or, or whatever. Right. So, so, so it really was a very interesting group. Now, we did find the express bus, which has, um, which has commuters going to, see, uh, to his college. And so it's a lot, you know, it, it turns out it's better. So it turns out. But, but what I, what, in discussing this, um, the reason, so where we get at the hard part with decisions is what I've decided is it's because I'm afraid of something and my partner's afraid of something. Okay. And so there's conflict over how we're going to resolve it. Okay. That stems from base fear. Right. 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 I'm not saying it's so hard. We're going to talk about other things. But there's right. a part of these decisions where your immediate response is clutching fear. Right. 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 So you're not having a relaxed, open conversation about where your daughter might go to college. You know, no. you're not musing with Tom, you know. No, no. Like, oh, how delightful. I hope she chooses BU over BC. Right, 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 right. This is not that, right? No. And so when, when, um, so when Dave started this conversation 
uh, you know, he's 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 Oklahoma boy. He does not voice emotions, um, concerns. He, he won't voice a concern he doesn't think he's supposed to have. Okay. Right. Okay. So, okay. So no, like he knows how he's supposed to feel yep. about this bus ride, and so right. that's what he's going to get. But when we talked, um, he said he was afraid that um, you know of all the things I've just mentioned, but. Also, I think sometimes there's a hidden fear of independence. Mm. I think that that we all have, um, you know, the reason we cry when our kids get on the bus in kindergarten is because they're they're walking away. Right, right. Okay. Uh, and and there there is a measure of vulnerability <clears throat> that's just part of life. Right. That, Right. It's extremely difficult to accept because, and this is where I think it is different, because our kids have been victims along the way. Yes. We have experienced real visceral, gut-wrenching, horrible, and some of us, horrifying experiences. Yeah, <laughs> with, yeah. with this. So there's very little to be like... Oh, the bonfire was wonderful for senior year. Now, oh, I I hope they buy their you know books at the right time. <clears throat> These aren't the no. They're not no. my fear. I mean, they're no. my are very very different. And then yes. they seem completely out of whack when I talk yes. about with my typical friends. So like you know we're <laughs> I'm supposed to be at this group on Monday mornings, and they're all waiting with bated breath. Will I show up? Mm. And I get him on the bus, right? Yeah, yeah. And everyone has an opinion because because they're elderly. Um, they have strong opinions about raising kids. My <laughs> group, but um, they um, they were like, we weren't sure you were going to be able to get him to do this. Mm. And I think that verbiage is interesting because mm -hmm. that still places it on me. Right. Right. That's true. You know, there's no, there's no acknowledgement there that this is a 21-year-old who can choose to get on the bus or not. Right, um, right, right. No acknowledgement that oh, what am I? What do we actually mean by getting on this? When when I had a five-year-old, it could mean I'm lifting you. Right, right. In the door, right? Right, right. That is happening. Yeah, like, yep. Is. No, I mean, I did sometimes have these moments where I was like, what happens if they figure out they really don't have to do any of this, right? Like, like the world actually doesn't end if you don't do homework. Right, um, right. If you wear pajamas to school, it turns out, like, nobody notices. Like, right, you know, right, right. I was like, oh, don't figure that out, right? We're going to pretend. It's like the great mysterious Oz mom. You will wear your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <clears throat> so I think one of the important things is to figure out what you're afraid of before you that's make really, a decision. That's a really good tip, you know. And and you're right about some of those being afraid. Those fears have happened. You know, I I when 24 was in college for her mm -hmm. one year before mm -hmm. the shutdown. Well, maybe she was in the middle of the shutdown, but I think it was before. She decided to take the bus with other students to go shopping and uh -huh. and you know that was a reasonable kind of thing to do right and um she went to go shopping and there was some guy on the bus who didn't understand boundaries 
and he started clinging to her and he sat by her and he got close to her and then he followed her into her dorm room and shut the door behind her and he was putting his hands all over her back and thank God her roommate walked in at that moment because she was in paralysis mode because she didn't know what to do. Because she kept thinking, I don't want to hurt this guy's feelings, but I am not comfortable with this. Right. This could have happened. You know, your mind can just go. And and it could have happened so easily on just an innocent, I'm going to go to Target to get some more shampoo trip. You know what I'm saying? Oh, 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 do I know what you're saying? Let me tell you how much I know what you're saying. (laughs) So I'm I'm um I'm driving to to Target as it so happens yesterday, um and I'm listening to NPR and the news story comes on and it says turns out with our newest research we find out that one in sixteen girls in America's first sexual experience is rape. Yeah. Okay, I'm like pulling into Target. <laughs> now, well, also in my profession, I'm I'm a youth leader, so I look at my collection, mm. and I, wow, statistically, wow, right? Mm, yeah. So it's real. Yeah. It's real. okay. So so sexual assault is real. Um, you know, we're not going to go with the terrifying numbers of uh of uh. People with disabilities, sexual assault numbers, because then we wouldn't get out of bed in the morning. Um, not that I'm recommending anybody get out of bed in the morning. You know, like really huddle in. <laughs> if it's a meal position day, like there is cereal, they'll tip the box over eventually, right? <laughs> like, don't feel any uh, pressure. Um, no, but I, I, um, you know, and I, I have spoken openly about uh, my experience with some of that. Uh, you know, I don't go into a lot of detail, but I think my my traumatic experiences inform, of course, and actually are finding out. You know, finding out biologically transfer to your kids trauma yeah. crosses yeah. generations. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's a I I don't know quite how to mitigate this because. It's not like, you know when we tell kids, like, well, the likelihood of a terrorist attack is very, very small. Bad things right. happen, but right, it's very, right. very small. Right, right, right. I don't think you can say that about some of these threats to our offspring. I don't no. think it's very, very small. I think yeah. it's likely yeah. to be an issue. Yes, yes. So, what do you do with a legitimate fear? Yep. And the real world. Right, right. 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 All those neurotypical girls are having bad times too. Yes, they are. They are. And and, and, and I'm not going to say, you know, I, I was like with our older daughter, I was like, look, you know, because I'm a numbers girl, statistically your first three weeks of freshman year are, are the most vulnerable. Mm. Just be safe. Don't make yeah. any bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, unfortunately, I think that I'm being like, she's going to go ahead and bounce around and be super social and just kind of keep that in the back of her mind. Right. Instead of what I did with smart, smart girls, terrified her. Terrified <laughs> her to okay. hide in her room, yes. <laughs> okay, okay, so I'm going to in my room for three weeks. You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, um, you know, 
like I'm just a study in how to parent halfway, right? It's like yeah. it's like starts out like a really good idea. Yeah. And then it just <laughs> I get it. I get it. Well, I have come <laughs> under fire with that for my older daughter, you know, mm -hmm. because she had some creep in the cafeteria, you know, liking her and talking to her and and you know, we were trying to figure out that and and I ended up calling the school and she was so mad and you know, cuz I didn't feel like she was protecting herself enough and <laughs> you know the calling the school thing is interesting because um my son sits with the uh D&D &D players and the and the rejects uh mm -hmm. in the cafeteria um and then what i have found out is that um you know he almost got into like a physical fight uh he got between two people who i i'm pretty sure like will hurt each other eventually and you know I'm always afraid that like one of these kids you know is is going to decide to take violent action across the school mm. but um yeah. but, but another, I don't another grounded fear yes right right okay exactly yeah <laughs> exactly and then yeah. you know, um it it uh it colors things. So, mm -hmm. so then I think also the you know kind of the last part of the fear equation to me is, I think all those residual fears mm -hmm. show up yeah. in in normal decisions. Yeah, yeah. Right, and and of course what we're finding too, like um, with with our son, is his fears are his own mm -hmm. and different mm -hmm. than. My articulated fears, right? <laughs> and so, so I make the mistake often of thinking that his fears are my fears. Oh, so what he's worried about must be what I've thought of that he's worried about. So his fears are different. Yeah. Um, and and it's really tempting to just kind of snuff them out, right? So you know, my immediate response I want to give is. Oh, you don't need to be worried about that because, you know, the bus doesn't stop, you know, at random places. You don't need to be worried about that because da 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 right, da right. Um, And, and um, I have a really hard time with some of these difficult decisions in not – I try to get rid of his fears first. Yeah. You know, so we focus on mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, his, his are his are are stupid fears, but yours are yes, valid, right? right? <laughs> they are resolvable. I mean, right, come right. On now. Like you need a program with a big graphic, and then you know. But let's let you know. Let's talk about me because you know. yeah, um, yeah. And I also, you know, I don't know if this is peculiar to my marriage, but um, I have a. Uh, spouse that I think sometimes because doesn't want to have fear uh, will act as if they're protecting me from my fear when what they're really is dealing with is their fear. Yes, so interesting. That's very interesting. Huh. <laughs> so, so I'll notice in discussion it'll be something like, well, I, I know you worry about whether or not you know he's going to get off at the right stop. Yeah. And I'll be like, hmm, nope. Well, yeah, that's that. I don't know where that one came from, but it's not mine. Mine <laughs> <laughs> are much more about like he'll just hand out twenty dollar bills to people if they look kind of down on their luck. Okay. 
Um, so I'm just waiting for him to get mugged. Okay. Um, Interesting. Oh. Uh, he carries money on purpose with him for people Ooh. who. Uh, we almost got a dog last week from. Okay, okay, wait. You're gonna laugh about this. <laughs> you almost got a dog. <laughs> this is pot calling the kettle black. If there right. ever has been one. Okay. Right. 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 Oh my god, so funny. So he says. Mom, um, one of his friends from college, you know, friends, whatever. He calls them friendos because they're not really friends. So, you know, they're kind of, he calls it, he, he says he has, uh, wait, what? He's friend adjacent. Okay. He has friends that are, adjacent. you know, they're not really friend friends. Friend adjacent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, they're not, whatever. But so one of them um, left college, or finished college. Uh -huh. And because um, remember, he goes there two years, so a lot of people are, just right. there briefly. Right. And 21's friend, uh, who's going to the Marines, asked him to take his dog. Okay. And my son blamed it on me <laughs> and said I wasn't ready for a dog, <laughs> but that other than that, we would. Okay? <laughs> oh, that was He's clever. like, Mom gets really attached. To animals, and I'm not sure who's going to give the dog back. So I went off on him about we do not accept dogs, you know, from people. And then he points out, of course, you accepted a dog from a people. All of our pets have been okay. Well, one of them, you know, I found in the dumpster the night of graduation from college. But, but. But, like, he has an entire lifetime of our taking pets in that right. are, right? So, yeah. no, no, ma'am, this is not some crazy notion he got from, like, his no. neurons are firing, you know, or, or you know, mine aren't firing, or, yeah. like, we're yeah. all just like dysfunctional heap. I don't know. Yeah. But, but I thought it was so funny that I was like, what are you thinking? You know, <laughs> Wow. Wow. No, I think it was very clever how he handled that, you know, because yeah. he handled it in a way that, no, I really don't want to take the dog, but I don't want to take responsibility for saying to this friendo person, I'm not going to take the dog. So I'll just blame it on my mother. That was very clever. That mm -hmm. was very neurotypical behavior, actually. Right? Right. Yes. So, so then you get kind of excited because, mm -hmm. you know, problem solved. Yeah. Um, you know, last night I didn't get home till 11.30 because he's taking this uh, astronomy lab um, uh -huh. that meets from 7 to 10, but they also go on field trips, and so they don't guarantee, like, when they're going to get back. Okay. Um, and, you know... Um, Was this the mountain lion field trip? Yeah. Oh, no, no. This is second mountain lion field oh, trip. Oh, so he ha no one has been eaten by a mountain lion yet. No so one the by a mountain lion. And curiously... This time, he just got on the bus like it was no big deal. It was just parked in the parking lot. And he's like, oh, okay. They went out to some random location, yeah. some, some canyon in the middle of who knows where, yeah. uh, where there's none of his things that he demands and says are completely necessary for him to go anywhere. Uh-huh. Certainty, no nature. You know, there's a whole list of things we don't do, right? Right, right. Um, and... No, just hopped on the bus, got got home and talked about how, you know, when you see the Milky Way, you realize how small we are, how yeah. you found Andromeda, da-da-da-da, and like, 
I kind of just wanted to beat him to death. <laughs> no, this is one of those things. What I said, encouragement at the beginning oh, of this oh, talk. Oh, yeah, most encouraging. That's that right. was he could. This is encouraging stuff. This is not. We he don't could. beat our kids to death when they make their milestones. We, no matter even if we've been working on that thing for twenty five years, we encourage that oh. growth. Oh, I got confused because what I felt was. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So this is bad. So now, are we having our kids succumb to our fears for our own sense of safety yes. and really trying to keep them in a box and not letting them really live their life to their fullest? Sometimes we are. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh Wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. 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 You should send me a check for $125 for that little insight because that was good. <laughs> Stop the conversation right here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. That, that yeah. just feels great, doesn't it? Um, yeah. uh, I, I think that, um, you know, I kind of balanced it out in my head that, uh, yeah, well, Actually, you know, aside from my Zen thought on that, which is that I've given the gifts of myself along with the not gifts, right? Right. So, right. so you know, it it in the in the end, they're wonderful people because of me. You know, like let's let's get real. Um, <laughs> but well, they uh, are. well, you know, they are fabulous. Um, they. Um, I the one fear I can't get over is how does the, how's that going to start? How's that process going to get going? Um, because he never would have. Okay, I don't think he would have ever signed up for that class without my assistance. I'm ninety five percent sure of that. Okay. Um, he wouldn't have done it without, but then let's look at that. Don't we all need encouragement? Yeah, we do. To do things? We do. We do. We all need encouragements to try new things. Absolutely. Look at all the websites just about finding your passion. You know, yeah. middle-aged women still haven't yeah. been able to figure out how to pursue their passion. Is it okay right. if I write a book? Is it, if, <laughs> is it okay if I, you know, put my art in that exhibit? You know, th this is normal. This is this uh -huh. is classic behavior. So not only you know with him or other kids on the spectrum. This is uh -huh. classic. And and the truth is that now that he's done it, he might look and say, "Hey, that was so much fun. I want to do another one." He loved it. See, he, he was like he was like. Um, well, I think it's an interesting juxtaposition between taking cultural geography and taking astronomy at the same time okay. because you're looking at, you know, the microcosm of like how is your life influenced by this zip code? Mm -hmm. Right? All the way to where what's our place in all these galaxies? And I and I think when you're constantly looking at that in the week, it it leads to some very very interesting um interesting thoughts, but he yeah. you know, his concern was that he wouldn't be able to stay awake. Yeah. Um, and then talk about neurotypical. <laughs> then, oh, I'll never be awake that late. Da, 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 right? Comes mm -hmm. home. I hear the computer go on. Oh, hey, guys, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> 
we started a conversation yeah. at quarter of 12. Wow. Now, I'm delighted yeah. that there's somebody he could talk to at yeah. quarter of 12. Yeah, that's great. Right? And that yeah. he would. And then... And then my my other mom's side comes down though, and I'm like, but he's going to be tired for tomorrow, and mm -hmm. and he might have done his work. Then again, I try to remind myself if he were in a residential college, I had no idea if my daughter did her homework. Right, right. No, I mean, right. No. In fact, I was fairly confident a lot of the times she was not applying herself to the best of her ability. And um, She's wonderful. She, Look where she is now. So, you she, know, yes. And she got, she got sworn in today. So, wow. Um, uh, I got to watch that. They, they live streamed it, but it's like, it was like, uh, I don't know, like one thirty in the morning. Our time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, so I'm going to watch it, but, uh, you know, I celebrated by having peanut butter panda puffs and, uh, you know, I, I felt it was a bowl of cereal moment. Wow. <laughs> yeah, my cereal. Oh, my milk. I'm very proud. Uh, I think the thing that irritates her the most um, and will leave the most marks is I view those two things equally. Like, literally, they're nearly equal in my mind, that he went on a bus into the mountains, uh -huh. and that she's in Africa and got sworn into the Peace Corps. I feel like they're very similar accomplishments. <laughs> That's okay. They are, because you are looking at the person and not the project. I don't know. That's probably not the right word. But yeah, you, you, that's, that is, they are very similar accomplishments. This yeah. is the great thing. You are being a good parent because you are celebrating your child where they are, each child in a different place. And that That's means cool. that no one accomplishment is more impressive than the other. I did something this week to stay in the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Dave went to um, Denmark, and I didn't find out his itinerary because I was like, I'm not going to mark time and what I have to do by whether or not he's available wow. to, to help. I'm just going to stay focused in the moment. What do yeah. I need to do now? What do I That's need to good. do now? Um, yeah. yeah, it was very, it's been very, very good for me because I think one of my, my big fears is that I'll have to manage this alone at some point and I won't be able to. Right. You know, and so uh, my, my well, you know, one of my dear friends is widowed with a, from a very similar age. Like, we're, we're you know, he, her husband died just, you know, in his 50s. And so, so I'm like, well, I need you have to start to be at peace with, like, you know, not hold your breath till this support or that support system is in place, let's, let's, you know, not, um, you know, let's not keep the construction of the family when they were little. And it was like, oh, wait, wait till dad gets home. And then, you know, he'll be able to help with some of this or not some of that. <sighs> 
That's boy, that's that's healthy. I mean, what you've decided to say is healthy. Um, it's it's causing a lot of fear in me. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, no, it's healthy because it's it's no. I mean, the truth is, I rely on Tom for so much. Uh-huh. I mean, here he calls to see, did the oil come? Did the you know? Um, and he relies on me for so much. And and I look at how my my sister's family relied on her for so much and she was pulled out of the equation and they're trying to find their way in life and in the meantime working through the grief and and that's a very healthy thing that you're thinking and yet it's so sad i I, i've been very in touch with the end of days (laughs) the end of people's days lately you know i mean with a friend dying of, of, of stage four breast cancer and my sister going from a heart attack and other people having aneurysms and then young people taking their lives and old people, you know, finding out they have things and yet old people withering away and lasting forever. And, and life is so uncertain. And I guess maybe that's the root cause really of all our fears, obviously Mm -hmm. knowing that life is so uncertain Mm-hmm. And this really actually brings the whole conversation right back to the beginning yes. in a very odd, bizarre way, even though it felt like a tangent initially, right? Yes. Which we right. tend to do because we well, do those things. Yes. Um, yeah, but it, it all comes back down to the fear of death, the, the wanting to keep our children safe, the wanting to keep mm-hmm. our spouses mm-hmm. safe, the wanting to keep our life in place, intact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I, I think we live... Um, I think my, my friends and my life, when it, the spaces that are filled by people who have real difficulties, um, you know, I, I, I hesitate to say real difficulties. I, everybody has their own difficulties. I, what, what I mean is, I, I think there's some of us who are in a group of people for whom these things are very present in a way, in a daily way that many other people have to conjure up or make an effort to get to. And right. whether that's just from a whole train of little baby sorrows or little, you know, reminders all along the way, um, I, I, I sometimes that, do think that's what it is. Mm. I, I think that I had no choice but to live an examined life. Mm. You know, <laughs> it was not optional. Right. So. So I think that there's there's within that is 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 grace because uh-huh. you know there's also because we've been challenged and challenged and challenged we have a certain perspective on on this right. too. Right. You know, I think people sometimes misunderstand and think like, oh well they're afraid of this and they're afraid of that. And and I, I like to think of it sometimes as I have embraced, you know, the darkness as well yeah. as the light, right? Yeah. We're all yeah. going to have to deal with that at some point. Yeah, we are. And, and, and just like you said, and so, so my challenge as a parent and, and a grown woman and a spouse um, and a daughter is, is, is how to be there with, with life right. but not be afraid and consumed by the reality of the dark side 
Right, right. Because yeah. because I want I want both. I I believe that you know balance actually means balance. It doesn't mean yeah. I'm happy all the time. Right. <laughs> you know, a, a joy filled life is really only as strong as your ability to recognize the joy. Right. You, you just can't have it otherwise. So so that's why sometimes too, and I, I think I think you're right. Coming full circle. I think that's why sometimes I can feel my kids' accomplishments completely fully. Right. Because I know how hard-earned those are. Right. It's not right. just a casual ride home. I'm not right. like, oh, God, I had to go pick up my kid. And then, yeah. you know. No. No, I just kind of drove home in wonder. Like, yeah. how, how did this gift come? Right, right. You know, into my lap. And, right. Uh, um, and that's that's the that's the trick. Wow. You know, those moments. Yeah. Once a decade, you know, recommend them. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're pretty few and far between. No, no. <laughs> no, I think we're I think I think uh, we, we both work hard to be cognizant and present and, and yeah. questioning. So no, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm being blithe. I, I, I know, but, um, yeah. uh, yeah, I think anytime, anytime I don't have perspective, I think I just need to sit down with a bunch of 85 year olds. Hmm. I inevitably, not in a sappy way. I inevitably end up either just kind of spanked down, like get a grip of yeah. course, life is suffering and pain. Just wait. You think yeah. you're suffering? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. So that's always entertaining. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or you get the other kind of wisdom thing that comes at you. That's like, you know, look, look at all this this beautiful beautiful buffet before you, right? Right, just, right. Just take it all in, you know. Right. Um, right. As, as one of my favorite uh, nursing home people says, uh, you know, take the turkey and the dressing. I <laughs> <laughs> understand why one would, would reject the dressing. Um, I try to explain the carb thing to her and, you know, no, never mind. <laughs> um, but but it's, it's a profound thing. I um, so, so what I was thinking was um, I was going to ask some of my – my people, our people, your people, um, in our social media world on Facebook and such, uh, what some of their difficult decisions have been. Hmm. Um, because I thought maybe next week we could go over like another part aspect of of that, and then maybe start to fold in some of other people's, you know, how how Sounds they good. do it. And, you know. Sounds good. Yeah.